Stereo MCs, everybody. Hello, 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 and welcome to a live episode of Burn After Noticing. Wow. Burn After Noticing. How's everybody doing? Burn Notice podcast. It's sort of about Burn Notice. It's sort of about Burn Notice, and we have a lot of video about Burn Notice. Paul, how are you doing today? I am... uh, uh, <laughs> that was a little pause right there. <laughs> I was gonna say something nice, but actually, I feel like hell, and I had a very situation. You had a really uh, to me. What what today, uh, uh, what happened? I, Carlos Danger wants you to turn me up a little bit. I just did. Okay, is that better, Carlos Danger, or anybody else listening? How's the audio? Are we good? We're exploring some alternative setups. Yeah, because this... I had some headphone issues. We had some screen share issues. We had a lot. We had a lot of weird issues. Honestly, we had. Um. Uh. We were trying to do this through a number of different methods. Honestly, and uh, this is the best one. We're at a little watch together screen, and we. Uh, well, we were going to stream a DVD that I bought. I bought season one of Bird Notice on DVD. Uh, famously, the first time I tried to buy it got stolen. But <laughs> I finally did end up getting it at a used bookstore, and um, you did get it burned. And we got all the way to screen sharing without the audio. The audio just would not work. We had <laughs> audio engineers Megaspell and Hodap on hand to help us out, and it just didn't work out. And then it turns out a brave soul uh, decided to basically rip all those special features and put them on YouTube. So they're all on YouTube. Yes. Thank you to the very cool pimp who did that. We appreciate you very much. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, they're all they're all labeled under YouTube too, like the name of the special feature dot avi. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. It's very great very stuff. funny. But uh, thank you everybody who's tuning in right now. And uh, this episode will also be going up on the uh, audio feed of the podcast. So if you're listening. Uh, well, unfortunately you did miss out, but as I said, you can find all of this stuff and we'll probably put the links to it on our uh, Twitter and social media. We love to see it. And so we were, we're very happy you joined us. This was kind of an impromptu thing. Just something, uh, uh, shake, uh, brought the idea out to me. Not that long. About ago. an hour ago. And, uh, <laughs> about an hour ago. About an hour ago. You're like, fucking cool. Let's do it. Um, I'm very excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, so, uh, I don't know. You want to just jump right in or anything? You want to give some more thoughts about season one or anything that now that we've let it gestate a little bit and season two is coming up. Yeah. Started, what else would you like to uh, to add about season one? Any final thoughts before we start moving forward? You know, I guess we didn't really, you know, on our part one and two, we had two parter season finale of the Dune Boys with the Dune Boys, I should say. And we didn't kind of give an overall um, impression of the first season. So that's a good question. I think overall, it was, for a first season of television, pretty solid, I think. I think, as as far as, like, first seasons go, um, from what we've been told, it sounds like this was um, uh, more serialized than uh, the later or seasons will be. This one's less serialized, rather. Uh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that You're right. The future ones. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So, the, so yeah, from, from what fans have told us that have seen the whole series, without spoiling it for us, so thank you very much to everyone who's been very cool. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Yeah, everyone's been very cool about that. Um, so, yeah, the, from what we've been told is the show does get more serialized and focused on its main story as we move forward. Uh, and a little less like the case of the week kind of thing we got. Yeah. Procedural kind of driven 
episodes we had this season. But as that goes, I think it was a pretty solid, like we, we talk about it extensively, all the character actors that you see on the pod, uh, like on the show, I almost said on the pod, <laughs> you see, <laughs> hopefully like, Hey, if they want to, if they want to join on the pod, why Holy not? Shit, Lucy Lawless, please come on the pod. David Zayas. We love you. Come on over. Um, Rock, that, uh, Ray wise, please just show me how to look as cool as you, especially like, Ray wise. Yeah. When I, when I am middle aged, I'm going to look like the white devil that Ray wise looks like. Right. All the time. Get that twin peak vibe going going on hell yeah oh yeah but i think honestly for what it was i i liked it more than i thought because going in i thought i was like this is going to be one of those things where i like it in a stupid way it's so dumb that i like it but i feel like i came away thinking oh you know what if this like if i was just kind of like throwing this on like if this was um just a random show somebody like showed me and i just watched like five episodes in a day i'd be like oh it's, it was pretty good so i think overall i'd say it was probably like a seven or eight out of ten for a first yeah, season. I mean, like, I think I think I kind of came in with the, that same ironic detachment that you had that and yeah. sort of wore off over the course of the season. There's still a lot that's like very silly. Um, oh, yeah. But that's, you know, and, and a lot to poke fun at and a lot of stuff that I, you know, you can look at as tongue in cheek or take with a grain of salt. But there's also some moments with like some real heart to it. Um, like and, and some things that really invest you in some of the character stuff and just Bruce Campbell's really just outstanding performance. Like just objectively yes. very, very fucking good. Like he's it's not oh, yeah. like a joke or a meme to like talk about how good Bruce Campbell is in this show. He's actually great. He's the reason why it's probably a seven or an eight out of ten. Gabriel and War also was really fun. Um the main yeah, three sure. together are fun. But the the side characters really make the. I feel like the. Uh, you know, I feel like you could say that at a lot of shows, though. You know, like the side characters, even in like in The Simpsons and stuff like that, are the ones you maybe remember or like the more the most. And I think that plays a hundred percent with this uh, with this show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and don't uh, Carlos Danger in our chat. We are live on Twitch. Uh, yes. For for those of us that are listening to this later on in podcast form, so you might hear us interacting with our chat. Uh, throughout this or maybe uh, saying some things that like are better explained visually so apologies in advance yeah, we'll try to that. explain what's going on yeah we're gonna do our best you'll medium, hear it due to the medium that it's gonna happen once in a while but carlos danger says don't forget the side boob and that's a great call <laughs> it's true yeah gabriel anwar bringing the uh, the sex appeal um and the the violent sexual energy that we love so much yes we do absolutely love that so yeah i think uh, i'm right there with you and you know, i've said it before it kind of worked me into a shoot uh, and I definitely I've said it towards those last episodes and uh, the finale part one um, really got me into it. Like I was all all in after that because like the show it does show glimpses of things it's willing to do and chances it's willing to take. And when it does, it, it really is good TV. So I, I'm excited for what's in store and uh, I can't wait to to dive into season two overall. So, yeah, probably like in the, in the seven or eight out of ten range myself. Yeah, I think that's like a, for a first season. It's like. It's 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 solid television. It was just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's good. Yeah, like, we like it. So so season one is in the books. We have wrapped it up. We are ready to move forward. Uh, yes, with with Michael Weston's journey to find out the truth behind his burn notice. Uh, he is in the back of like a semi truck type situation. On a big ass um, bridge on his way on his way to season two. And, uh, we <laughs> he's, are also he's in transit also on our way to season two. But we are going to bridge that gap uh, here by getting into some of the special features from the season one DVD, uh, which you were so kind to purchase, even though we're not going to use it. We're not going to use it. We, we maybe will do something on a bit of a delay if we want to maybe do some commentary stuff, depending on how long this goes. But honestly, yeah, like uh, Brave Soul putting it on YouTube, We I, I loaded up first a welcome to Miami because, you know, I'm assuming people who are in our Twitch chat right now maybe have a, a 
have listened to the show or know a little bit about Burn Notice, but you got to get in the right mindset. So it's like this is like this welcome to Miami montage. Oh, we, we love a welcome to Miami montage. Dexter fans will also know a good welcome to Miami montage. Uh, they're they're very similar in yeah. those drone shot type of uh, type of things. Llama Lord wanted to know how they got a gifted sub while not watching, and to you I say, tradecraft. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, um, when when generous people yesterday go gift sub crazy, um, like uh, M M go dead, and I could be saying their name incorrectly, and I apologize. Gifted a ton yesterday, so you might have been a, the beneficiary of one of those. So, congrats yeah, to. And we um, should. I should mention this and take a quick moment to uh, to recognize and commend our co-host here, uh, Shake and Bake. Yesterday, uh, for a great cause, that great cause being uh, one Bernard Sanders. Uh, was able to raise what was the final total? Eight hundred and forty dollars. Eight hundred forty dollars. Eight hundred and forty dollars for Bernie twenty twenty. And you know what? That fucking rules. And it's crazy. thank you. You didn't. You did a really awesome thing. Uh, genuinely, like you use this medium, this platform for something really great, and uh, just great job, dude. Thank you. I appreciate everybody. Uh, I noticed some, you know, people that are in the chat right now who were. Uh, who donated and did awesome things yesterday. You participated too. You you um, threw out a lot of really great uh, Bernie Sanders impression cameos that people uh, yes. would get for $10 donations. My new budding industry, Bernie Sanders cameos. Sometimes you just got to use the platform for the most positive purposes possible. And doing cameos and talking to the fans in this way uh, helps me connect with the younger generation. There's a lot of a lot of impressions too. On the we had a lot of Michael Chase in the in the Discord last night. Um, there was a lot of interesting characters that I, showed up. I'll, I'll just say characters right here welcome. So can be held accountable. Once once Michael Che reactivates his account, I'm sending him a Bernie cameo. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. It'll happen in a couple days, I'm sure. He's gonna tweet. He's gonna like quote tweet Jack something and co try to never clown log him. off, Michael. Never log off. And then uh, and then Leslie Lee the third will uh, clown his ass and to make him deactivate it once again. So we'll look forward to that in about a couple days, I'm sure. Don't come for the podcasters, homie. Don't come for the podcasters. We love it. Yeah, thank you everybody from yesterday um, for tuning in. I'm probably gonna be doing a few more of those throughout the year. Um, probably not Donkey Kong Country again, but well, who knows? <laughs> we'll figure something out. But yeah. uh, so we're we're gonna uh, get into these special features from season one. We have a few different videos, like everything that kind of DVD. Uh, Shake set them up, so he'll probably give us a little setup because he kind of knows a little more about what's in store than I do. We're going to watch them. We might talk about them a little bit, like while they're live. We'll give our thoughts after between each video. Uh, chat if you want to, you know, give your input or thoughts. Uh, we'd like to hear from you while we uh, get into this. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's get it. Let's Nick, start like it. Set up the first video. Uh, let's let's get this. Welcome to Miami. I don't think this is uh, Will Smith. Welcome to Miami, but who knows? Let's get this bad boy started. Oh, those drone shots, man! So familiar, so comfortable. I'm gonna ask that the uh, the chat also tell me if the uh, desktop or the video audio is too low. Oh, this is the flashcard scene. It's Jason Taylor, by the way. The answer is Jason Taylor. And if you're from Miami and you don't know, who, okay, he did say Jason Taylor. You want to blend into? Apparently, our audio is too low for our Twitch viewers. I just turned it up. Wonderful. Oh, this guy's canceled. Who is defense all-time passing leader? Covert ops. Why would you ask a trivia question where the answer is Dan Marino? most of your meals. The downside: lots of people want you dead. Oh, it's good old Jan. Remember Jan Hasek, the Czech assassin, who got Jeffrey Epstein? So I didn't pre-screen this. This might just be a scene from the <laughs> season one. It's a good scene. 
It is a good scene, but that's that's fun. Um, yeah, so that the guy they just showed was from what was that episode two, maybe two or three? I think so. If it looks like early season, this guy got cap like uh. He got captured by the feds and like hauled off to a private facility. And the next day, they said he, uh, uh, quote unquote, hung himself under mysterious circumstances. He got straight up Epstein. Was that him? Yeah, this is Jan, Jan the assassin. Oh wow, you remember? Like you're right. Uh, fucking pumped him with the he, he like he was allergic to something, so like he hit him with the EpiPen or like didn't give him an EpiPen and like fucking zip tied him to the hot dog bench. Oh man, you're right. Yeah. So this is just a scene from season two. This kind of gives you a nice little insight into into burn oh, notice. Yeah, he says, "Welcome to Miami, comrade." And apparently, comrade means asshole. Yeah. Oh, that's right. This is so everybody. Every time you call it, like, asshole, notice me. His comrade notice me. His name. <laughs> <laughs> according according to Jeffrey Donovan's character Michael Weston. Thank you for the lesson in check. <laughs> burn notice. There we go. Burn notice. So this one is a uh, a burn notice character montage. So this will kind of give us a little insight into some of these characters. For anyone who works in covert ops, names have a Oh, it's got even got like a, a nice Michael, voiceover. Michael. 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 Mom, we love Mrs. It's Weston. just people saying, Michael, Mom, Mom, Michael, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hey, is that your mom again? So I just, I'm going to pause this because I just want to point out the mom has a name and they're just not saying it. They're just saying mom. Yeah, her name is Madeline Weston. Madeline Weston. And they're just, on her name. yeah, you know, what's funny is they, they don't even say it in the show either. It took me like all season to understand her name was Madeline. Yeah, they never call her Madeline. I, I never. think Sam calls her Madeline once, and I think that's why we get her name at all, right? I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's either when he was, like, protecting her or somebody, maybe even Fiona said it. But it takes all that. season. Yeah, ridiculous. I so just wanted to, I just wanted to pause. Saying the names of the characters just a bunch. That's what this video is. These special features rock. These, yeah, this is just okay. Let's keep it. So we're just gonna hear a lot of Sam, 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 Sam. Let's do it. Fee, fee, fee. 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 I don't know what to tell you. Fee. Fiona, hey, how you doing? I might be in your drinking buddy. I need a beer. Who wants another beer? Uh, <laughs> All right, this Sam is better. Hell drinks. yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, you want something to drink? They got guys here. They're bringing whatever you want. Hey, if they have Dos Equis, just grab me a <laughs> If they have Dos Equis, just grab me a couple. I'm driving this car. I wouldn't mind a little something if you're going to go. Sam. Yeah, for those that were uh, that are yes. listening to this in podcast yes. form, yes. when yes. Sam said he wanted a couple of Coronas or Dos Equis, um, he was driving a car. What do you do for these women? Michael. You want a yogurt or something? Yogurt. yogurt. Oh, there's the yogurt. There we go, yogurt. No big secret, just love yogurt. Michael, what are you doing? Hey, Mikey. Michael, Michael. My name's home. Andrew Chambers. Steve Remington. The aliases. Ooh, nice. Ah! <laughs> Psycho <laughs> West. <laughs> Hold on. Psycho, uh, yeah. Psycho Western just gets one where he's like, ah! <laughs> ah! Like, he doesn't even <laughs> say anything. This is bringing back some really fun uh, character memories from the season. So uh, we have to have, um, um, fuck, what's Sam Axe's most, uh, what's his alias that he always uses? Uh, uh, Chuck Finley. Chuck Finley, thank you. I was like blanking so hard on that. Mr. Uh, Smith. Yeah, Rob Bucks and Green Barrett. Frank Pierce. Pete Gournay. Who are you? Who are you? Michael yeah, West. Richard Resundi in the chat says, this is the show you were watching on the pod. 
I used to watch this. Well, <laughs> two things. One, yes. Two, thank you for outing yourself for not listening to the podcast. Yeah, how do you... Ha- <laughs> I was going to say, if you've been listening, that's funny. I, I think it would be actually... Listening. <laughs> I think it would be funnier if he was li- if he was listening to the podcast and he still didn't understand. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's the well, show. I mean, that is interesting, though. Like, Did, did Burn Notice have a different name in Italy by any chance? I know sometimes TV shows, when they, when they uh, oh. go to different countries, they change the names of them. It's pretty common. Interesting. It would be kind of funny because I wonder what the um because they say bird notice a lot in the show. I wonder what the yeah. They, that's why it would be especially funny. <laughs> it would be very funny. All right, let's see. The next video I believe is uh, our our boy Jeffrey Donovan's uh, bird notice audition tape, and it is. So this is an audition tape of uh, I don't know if oh, you think this would be first round. What what what, what stage do you think this was? Oh geez, this is this looks like an early one. Right. Um, Because he's just straight up standing in front of the blue screen with like the casting directors and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, my guess is this is an earlier one. So we'll judge this. So this is this is like let's judge this as if we are the producers, the casters. I might be a little quieter during this because I do genuinely want to hear. Oh no, I think that's perfect. That's why we can pause anytime we need to. We need to talk. And I I, uh, first of all, let's all. I love the way he's holding his phone. Just the straight up like closed fist up to his cheek. This is how I, this is how we do it in Boston. This is very good pantomime. So we do it in Boston. All right. I like how he's already wearing the the Michael Weston shirt though. That, you see, maybe they he's got the wardrobe. <laughs> he didn't have a wardrobe department. He just showed up. And they were like, you know what? That's the look we'll go with. We'll just do that. That's yeah, Miami. Why not? I'm sorry. There's no one here by that name. Oh, there is. Listen, he's my case officer. I need to talk to him. I'm sorry, sir. Listen, listen. I know the protocol. I know you're doing just you're just doing your job. Oh, he slipped but on I don't have <laughs> access to a secure line. Okay, this is Michael Weston. Sir, I can't help. Okay, you. just put Sir. him on the phone. All right, he's my handler. I've worked with him for over twenty years. This is Michael. I'm hang up what, now, don't sir. don't hang up. <laughs> Powerful. Don't hang up. No. Powerful stuff. <laughs> oh, he made the casting directors laugh. It wasn't even that funny. <laughs> You're making me miss the old days. He's just got timing, man. Uh, not really. I haven't worked so hard for so little since uh, Afghanistan in the 80s. But at least there, I didn't get a phone call from my mom 30 times a day. Yeah. Thanks for giving her my number. You're welcome. So, any thoughts oh, on why you're Oh, those pretty little talking? eyes why fluttering. Well, it could be they want me as a lesson for others that... Maybe someone wants me for a job, wants to make sure that I'm actually... It is interesting, because he's like... There are, like, a lot of bad actor instincts going on in this audition. Yeah. He's doing a lot of very, like, things that, like, I, I you just notice as, like, ticks. Like, that he he does clean up in the show, though. Like, it, it's, like, it's interesting to see how rough this is and, like, how much he cleans up the character work. This is a nine-minute audition tape, by the way. I think, actually, you know what? I think half of this is him, and I think half of it is uh, Gabriel Anwar. Ooh, perfect. So we're going to get a uh, Valerie is hot in well. the chat says uh, he looks like Mac from Always Sunny. <laughs> this is like hot Mac when he uh, uh, he was still at the top of his peak physical condition. Another another mark in the war between Philly and Boston. The bitch is not known. Well, you know, I think it might do good to be in one place for a while. Resolve some issues. Yeah, you're insane. I, I went halfway across the world to uh, to get rid of yeah, exactly to get exactly my point. I mean, maybe if you stopped running, you could maintain a normal relationship. Listen, there are some things I'm good at. 
uh, tactical analysis, hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat. I'm a pretty good cook as well, but uh, when it comes to relationship, that's just, it's just not my thing, okay? It's, it never was. All right, well, now you're in Miami. Why don't you get a 24-year-old with some fake tits? <laughs> Whoa. Wait. They didn't put that in the show, right? There's no. They did not say fake tits on the show at all. There's that is no not way. A line from the show. They didn't. They cut that from the script. I'm back. We definitely would have talked about them talking about a 24 year old with fake tits if we that that line. You're in Miami. Why don't you under. get a 24 year old? I'm backing that up. Hold on. I want to hear exactly what she says. Tits. Did Fiona say that to him, the pilot? Oh, well, now you're in Miami. Why don't you get a 24 year old with some fake tits? Well, for one thing, I can't afford one right now. Uh, and the other thing. Is You know, it, he doesn't look like he believes that. If it makes you feel Not at all. Better, you were as close as I got. It's just not close enough, I guess. It's a very uh -huh. quiet video. You know, things could have worked out with us. He's Maybe speaking he very quietly. Yeah, you were robbing banks for the IRA. Oh. Really? And you're so Hell yeah. So yeah, this is like as if he was talking to Fiona. I don't think Fiona yeah, ever yeah, said this fake to the pilot. Like this is supposed to be dialogue from the pilot, I think. Well, you're in um, Miami now. Why don't you get a, a woman with some fake tits? Was yeah, that very this, good? Yeah, this <laughs> was not a very Irish, good one. This would have been Irish Fiona. <laughs> right, yeah. this, this would be very said, early. Oh, oh, you're in Miami now. You're in Miami. Four-year-old with some fake tits. That's the only word I can say in Miami. Miami. Doesn't she say that in the uh, uh, the uh, uh, what is it the recap? Right? She says yeah, Miami. The opening, the opening crawl. Yeah, every time. Where am I? Miami. Miami. Mega spells asking. And then she's not Irish. The rest of the series. This is the uh, uh, for those listening as well. Um, it's basically just a blue room. They're just just the first audition for uh, burn notice for Jeffrey Donovan. It's just a nice name for a criminal working for a government on foreign soil. Besides. You're the one with two FBI agents watching me. I count too. What, did you even hear what he just said? So this is really so now we're getting into why there's so much ADR and it's because Jeffrey Donovan doesn't fucking speak he, up. You, like, yeah, this isn't even like a video being low issue if you're watching this you live use your diaphragm, or listening to this. Dude. This is just straight up him being so fucking quiet. You know how much soundstage money he cost USA Network by fucking just not speaking loudly enough so they had to go back and ADR everything? He's just like leaning forward. Like every reaction is just him leaning forward like hand to face and then fluttering his eyes a little. Yep, he just uh, base. He's just trying to fuck the casting director, right? Uh, it seems that way. He's trying to give it the fuck me eyes to whoever's going to give him a job. <laughs> yep, he's just trying to bang the casting director. Which you know what? I kind of respect that too. You know, man, it's tough out there. Especially this was a. Uh, this must have been like 2006 or so, right? This had to have been yeah, somewhere at, around at there. the latest. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is uh, you know, tough times maybe for when was the writers' strike actually? This, you know what? It, well, it was a little bit after because I yeah. remember Dexter already had one or two seasons in the can because during the writers' strike they took Dexter episodes and played them on CBS and just edited them down. Right, I was I just remember remember that specific. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a little. It was like right around the housing, like all the so housing in that really fucked up. Yeah, that really fucked a lot of stuff up. Oh yeah, what a mess. Should we shoot them? Shall we shoot them? Should we shoot them, Michael? And I like how the the casting director just goes, "Should we shoot them?" But like, Fiona always does it. She says, "Shall." She always says, "Shall we shoot them?" Shall we shoot them, Michael? Hey guys. And I say uh, yes. Shoot them. 
Sam, you're going to introduce me to your FBI buddies. FBI. You've uh, got the wrong idea. Ford outside has G-Series plates. You both have fast draw holsters, uh, suit off the rack, and yep, cheap loafers. You got See, this is the line that he he memorized Michael, more. Um, He's more confident in this one. Help you. Yeah, it's not like I didn't know, Sam. I mean, I've got two known associates in Miami, you and Min, and apparently you are both willing to help me. Yeah, I know how this game is played. Valerie is hot. I have good news. Bruce Campbell would never scab. Nah, Bruce Campbell's so, not a scab. No, this this wasn't a writer's strike show, I don't think. I don't think No, I don't think it was. Agent Harris. No, because Matt Nix like is like a pretty well known writer that didn't scab. Don't care. up the food chain. Okay, well then let's call your boss and he can Also, remember that episode of Burn Notice where there was like Union Sam X where like his uh his cover character Oh yeah was, um was like the 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 warehouse worker that lost his job and he was just like throwing shit at the windows. He was pissed off. It was great. Yeah. It's he... a great scene. That's one of, if you guys want to go back on a great burn notice scene. Um it's the episode the, the podcast episode we did with uh aka Chris P. Chris P, yeah. The Miami Our warehouse friend Chris P. Who really I think fun. might be streaming right now too, but uh still yeah, damn, uh, he's been on for a while. Yeah, Chris has been going hard today. So, Chris, uh, we talked about that episode. Uh, Union Sam, that was a really good uh, 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 Sam character. That was a good one. Then you give a message to him from me. You tell him. Sorry, that I, can't I even... do have a message for you, though. Don't go thinking you have nothing to lose. You have friends. You have family. Friends? Friends? The truth. Copies on me. Mike. They got my pension tied up. They said it would be better. Oh, she's Sam. This is a Sam one. You can make a living yeah. anything you want as long as you stay where they can see you and you don't make trouble. Don't sprinkle sugar on this bullshit and tell me it's candy. That was definitely Sorry. not in there. Wow. I don't know what to say. Bullshit. If I couldn't handle my... I think they probably wrote this show for like... um. A, a pay cable series like an HBO or a Showtime. This does seem like something that would be on Showtime, but then I think De they got Dexter first. Ooh, well they made a they made the right choice it seems. Well, for a little while at Hell least. Yeah, Mike. Absolutely. Yes. No, USA was the right place for this show. It has the, the perfect USA Network aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, you want me to come? Please yeah, I do. do. Oh. No. We definitely do, Sam. Good luck, Mike. Good luck, Michael. So that was Jeffrey Donovan. Okay, this is so okay. here we can go. We just pause so we can set this up. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. next, the next audition video we're gonna look at is Gabrielle Anwar's audition for Fiona, which I'm very interested to see if they have her play Irish or play American here. I want to know if the Ooh. American because this will this will be a nice indicator of did they plan the Irish to American thing all along, or was this like a focus group change like we've talked about being yeah, possible? I haven't. I did not watch this ahead of time, so I'm interested. She's also in, this in like the. It's like she's in the uh, Fiona wardrobe, but also they were just both very much dressed like their era, like in regular people clothes of their time. Which I like. Like the show is very much of its time. Oh, it's definitely like late two thousands for sure, like mid late two thousands. Which, by the way, I'm not calling them the aughts. All right, you not saying aughts. You call them the aughts. I say aughts. You yeah, ought I to say aughts. I, I ought to think you shouldn't. <laughs> well, I ought to do it. Ooh, damn. She's already got the energy. Yeah, hired. What? Well, she just kicked. Quick. Yeah, for those listening, she just like kicked the table. Basically, she, like slammed her heel on the table. Like literally four seconds of watching her audition, I'm like, "Yep, this is this is it." Like, why Caster. would you even do anything else? Yeah, She's you're hired. Job. She's already got the fucking job. She's got the beautiful flowing hair. She's like leaning in front with intense eyes. She's all, she's like in the zone already. 
Gabriel Elmore could act. The doctor said he's never seen a patient with so many broken ribs. He thought you fell under a truck. Irish. Yeah, a little bit. I told him the truck was a possibility, but there's no Very. Way oh, yeah, there it is. You're not an organ donor, I see. What, what, what are you doing here? What? I'm an orgasm donor. I'm still in your wallet. It's nice of kid love. Great choice, chewing the gum at the audition. Very good character detail. Thanks for coming. I'm flattered. Don't be. Do you have any yogurt, Michael? I need you to get out of New York. Yes, but you don't get it until episode nine. And I thought I might try someplace. Wait, it. Wait to use the space of the room. She's getting up. She's just stood up. Oh, the lean in the hands in the pocket. Oh my Damn, god. She's like that's like that's like 90s Brad Pitt energy right there. Dude, she's so fucking good. She's great. <laughs> also looks She's crushing this audition. Like it's a very stark contrast because you could tell like Donovan didn't really have this character figured out yet. Like he just like there's a lot of like things you can see there where he's auditioning for it but he didn't really have the essence of it. He's very drunk, like yeah. You can tell Gabrielle Edward just has this thing down right away. Where I remember. You got it. Sonny, where is this? Where am I? Miami. Miami. Oh, so this is when he, she first re-meets Michael. How the hell do I have yes. Miami? The airline said they were instructed to fly you here. Instructed? What does that mean? Well, it is home now in a manner of speaking, isn't it? I mean, your mom is here. By the way, your insurance was canceled. The hospital called her. My mother. Oh, Christ. We're just going to have to edit some of this down for us not talking, but she's just so good, I don't really need to say anything. I know. I mean, the audio will be on the pod. Somebody so. put a burn notice out on me. i got to take care of this now, or a few cracked ribs will be the least of my problems. Whoever's, like, reading the lines, though, sounds a lot like Jeffrey Donovan. It might be Donovan. I was going to say, did they bring him in for this? I'm not gonna be it is Donovan, for sure. That long. So, uh, listen, things work better when oh, yeah. my mother and I are in separate hemispheres. Hey, would you, would you mind? So Donovan's already got the job by the time they're casting her. Seems that way. They need one. They needed the leading man, I guess. And the reason we don't have a Bruce Campbell audition is because he definitely didn't read. <laughs> no way. We'll plant the bug tomorrow with Sam. Keep an eye on him. going to make Bruce Campbell read. He's like, uh-huh. He's like, offer only, please. The only time I'm reading is after you've given me the first yeah, check, Michael. I haven't worked so hard for so little money since Afghanistan in the 80s. And at least there... When I was uh, serving with Pete Buttigieg. Thank you for giving me We have a new client. It's McKinsey, Michael. <laughs> These bread prices are out of control. What do you know about Canadian bread? You want me as a lesson? Others could be there. Someone wants me... Nice and desperate before they offer me the job. Could be a lot of things. You know, the bitch is not knowing. Yeah, there's more cursing in this script. The original script, for sure. Should we, uh, fuck then, Michael? Shall we fuck? Should we shock now, Michael? Shock now or shock later? She could be a Bond and or Austin Power girl. Ooh, I could see Definitely. She could be a fembot from Austin Powers. Awesome, yeah. Yeah. There's a 24-year-old fake tense line. Yeah. Right now, for another thing, they bore me. Bobby Bobalon thinks her nips might be helping her in this audition. 
I just nips don't hurt anybody. It so. just wasn't close enough, I guess. Things kind of worked out. Maybe if you come to church. You are robbing back. Oh, you're so fucking normal. Yep, there's a fuck there, see? So this show was definitely written, like, with the uh, the idea that they could go to, like, a, a network and say those words in right. 2007. Right, right. Three. That's an interesting wrinkle. One, two. By the door, drinking a martini. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shall we shoot? There them? it is. Oh God, just fucking dead ass. Dead like right stare. Now, yeah. Stone faced. She's uh she's sweet but psycho. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho. All right, so this next one's a good treat, but I'm gonna pause. So, uh, yeah. clearly Gabriel Anwar was bringing it much more than uh Jeffrey Donovan in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I mean, it's an <laughs> easy decision to cast her. Like, I could imagine being in that room and be like, "Oh, fuck yeah, dude, we did it. Yeah, we we got it. We Nailed have our it. Fiona. We have our Fiona. Feeling real good about that decision. Ooh, uh, which begs the question: Do you think uh, an IRA was a, a choice that they made after the casting or before? Um, it sounds like before because, um, Jeffrey Donovan, that line that, uh, he reads for the Michael Weston in his audition, he said, you were robbing banks with the IRA. Right. Ooh. Okay. So, so the, the so, so I guess, so it does sound like her being Irish originally is the idea whether or not the switch to American was something that they planned to do. It's hard to tell. Right. But she was definitely written to be Irish, uh, pre Gabrielle Anwar's casting, which yeah, that makes sense. Gabrielle Anwar is English. So it's not like right. they went and got an Irish actress. They probably just went for anybody who had a relatively close sounding UK, uh, dialect accent or whatever. Yeah. Or, or just like a cartoonish leprechaun accent, like <laughs> fucking Gabrielle. They're after me. They're after me. Bird notice, Michael. They're after me. Uh, they're after me. Uh, they're after me. Makarovs. There's a bird notice at the end of every rainbow. There's a bird notice at the end. Of the, yeah. There's a and a Makarov or a, what, uh, what was the what was no what was the one she was fetishizing? The, the that gun. was it. Was that a Makarov or was that a Tokarev? I think it was a Makarov. I could. I think it wrong. was a Makarov. I think it was that. I was trying to remember exactly what it was, but it was. A, it was either a Makarov or a Tokarev. It was. It was one of those Soviet sidearms. Yeah, definitely. So this next one, this is the next video we're queuing up. This is a called "Girls Gone Bird Notice." So girls gone bird notice. Hey, does, do, I, do they play the music, or do we need to play the music? They play some music. I've I watched you this. Know what music I'm talking about? The girls gone wild music. Yeah, the girls gone wild. They music. do not like the one that. Uh, yeah, not the one that they played late night cable on, like Comedy Central. <laughs> no, up that music. No, that was it. Wasn't that? Let me get those steel drums, baby. Oh, baby. Um, this was um. A funny, funny, quick aside story. Um, my uh, my ex girlfriend I dated like all through high school and a little after, uh, worked at a tanning salon with one of the girls that were like in like that Girls Gone Wild that commercial where she like featured like, like right up front and center. Oh wow! Really? Did like a whole thing. Yeah. Interesting. They... <laughs> yeah, she was an interesting girl. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, this is basically this is basically so we talk about it a lot on the pod. They do a lot of montages of uh, like uh, setting up scenes, like B roll of um, women on the beach and bikinis and stuff. And this is basically just a super cut of that. 
<laughs> I think with some unused ones, because I don't think all of this that we're about to see was in it. Because I, I bought the season. Is one... this one going to be tossed, dude? Can we do this? No, I looked at this before. This is it's it's very it's as bad as they get on USA with like side boob. So it's not a huge right, issue. Cool. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and if so, I'll just download this and then take it down. If so, this might be a lost VOD. Go. Who knows? We, we we'll find you out. Never know. We'll find folks. Out. The only way you can find out is uh, by tuning in to Burn After Noticing. Listen to the podcast, following us on Twitch yes. and on Twitter. Yes, Carlos Sandra, this one is the one I pre-screened because when I bought the DVD, I had to see what the fuck Girls Gone Burn Notice meant. <laughs> it is a very good title. All right, here we go. Miami. This is going to be the one that's bad for the pod listeners. because Oh, IDF Girlfriend. <laughs> yep. I remember IDF Girlfriend. Yep. I hope Bobby Bobalon is still in the chat for this. All those beautiful <laughs> Got a lot of very long torsos. A lot of, uh, a lot of booty hanging out of. Uh, Let's just find girls. It's got the time code on it too. <laughs> fucking Bruce Campbell. <laughs> He's doing cartoon like fucking jaw dropping on the floor. Ah, guys, eyes popping out. Got a steam whistle coming out of his ear. There's hearts coming out of his eyes. Um, his tongue rolls out and he has to pull it up with like a curtain, uh, like a curtain thing. Come on, look at that. Guns of steel. Guns of steel. Guns of steel, This is, yeah, this is, it's basically like, if this was Baywatch. Really horny. Yeah, if this was yeah, Baywatch. Just got really horny and cut the shit together. Like, put it on the DVD. Fuck it. Ass hanging out that they, like, faded into right there. Again, like, for those listening, this is just straight up, if you were watching, like, a Girls Gone Wild commercial back in the mid 2000s. Yeah, or like, uh, like it's like an i, it's like a, uh, a, a, a like total dork's idea of a rap video. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's like a corny ass thought, rap like, video. Seen one one rap video and just decided to like try it. Uh, Baywatch inspired says Crinkly Fig in the chat. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. T Dog says this is wild, and hey, it is Girls Gone Burn Notice. <laughs> Holy shit, this is wild. <laughs> you only got about uh, uh, like 30 more seconds, folks. If you jerk them, if you got them. <laughs> oh, there's a 24 year old Big Fate Tits line. So they did, they did make it. They did show. say I it. Didn't remember. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I just forgot that. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, there's that cotton skirt that girls wore in 2007. Wow. Oh, those two, yeah. Yeah. This is the pilot when everybody wanted to fuck Michael. Yep, that was when he's like, I just want some peace and quiet. And then he, he like, or he wanted to, like, blend in, so he went on the beach with a bunch of, like, uh, spring breakers. Uh, plot rundown of what you missed. Uh, listen to Burn After Noticing to find <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, Burn After Noticing, and that's, that, there you go. <laughs> this is a live episode of our podcast. This is, uh, uh, we're watching some season one special features of the USA Network show, Burn Notice, and it just so happened on that special feature was a, a video montage of <clears throat> women on the beach uh, in bikinis. Yes, T-Dog is a loyal listener, and thank you for listening, T-Dog. Appreciate it. No, T-Dog's been on board since day oh, one. Oh, okay. Very, very T-Dog's nice. T-Dog's a real one. Hell yeah. So yeah, this is just us watching the special features from season one, where they just cut together a bunch of... Uh, Used in, I think, unused uh, uh, B-roll of, like, women on the beach. Oh, Pollywog in the chat has this DVD. Hell yeah. There you go. So does, uh, have, so does Shake. I Let me pull it up. I can put it on screen here. It's in my little desk drawer. It was, uh, 
Yeah, show DVD, sweetie. Burn Notice Season 1. Four disc, a four-disc set. You don't see that very often. Four-disc set. This, uh, this, is, this was on the fourth disc with the uh, Season 1 and 2 finale. Or, yeah, Season Part 1 and 2 finale, so... Pretty fucking good stuff. So that was Girls Girls Gone Burn Notice for all the fellas. I didn't see Bobby Bobalon in the chat, so hopefully he gets to watch I'm guessing Bobby Bobalon was indisposed. Maybe a little too busy to be typing with his hands. But this next one, so we got the babes. Now we need the explosion. So this is the action montage. The action montage. So podcast listeners, buckle in. Yeah, this you're is in for a ride in, uh, in chat. Of course, you're definitely in for a wild ride. This is a you know a lot of these I did not watch. Uh, so this is much like the much like the actual podcast where you watch it right before we record. Uh, we're watching in real time with live reactions. So this is just we've seen all of these you know since we saw season one. But uh, uh, Bobby, there he is. Bobby, you missed all the bikinis and the butts, my friend. If you were gone for a split second, that's why you got to stay tuned, my friend. Yep, or uh, hit those uh, hit those vods. Gotta hit, hit those VODs. The VOD will have all of the bikini action, or you could just look up Girls Gone Bird Notice if you uh, if you get bored. Let's there you get, go. Let's hit some of this action, though. Let's get some action. It starts with the... Oh, this is him. This is the finale. Oh, God, I love the run. This is part, yeah, this yeah. From season finale part one. Oh, there's different running. It's like all the different runs. Okay. That was from a different yeah, one. yeah, he's wearing different shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is just, uh, this yep, is a running the, uh, montage. The Colombians, right? There's when he was playing Homer, the Florida Cracker, doing the Keanu Reeves Devil's Advocate voice. Tackles his ass. Yeah, this is the guy they held hostage. Yeah, I remember that one. That's an early episode. Oh yeah, see, this, that was the finale again. He really does. He likes to scoot his ass on cars. It's a cool baller move. So yeah, for those for those listening, this is yeah. If you, if you're watching Burn Notice Season One, this is basically car chases, a lot of running through crowded malls and beaches. We got some we got some small here, arms fire. Yeah, here's some gunshots. Hopefully they show when Lucy Lawless blows the fucking car up that gets repaired a week later. Breaking a guy's fucking knee. Okay, him disarming. Very, very slow disarming. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, so disarming them through molasses. The, like the, some of the moves and the fight scenes in this show are telegraphed more than pro wrestling. Kick his ass! Kick, Kick his, his ass, ass Michael! <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Love that. This is uh, this was the very last episode of season one right here. The assassin, our friend, the assassin. That he almost kills with peanuts. Yep. And then who does get killed by Hillary Clinton? Oh, yeah, Epstein. Yeah, he gets Clinton he, body counted, he, man. No, he got sad and killed himself. Jan had, Jan's last words to Michael were, I have information that could lead to the arrest and prosecution of Hillary Clinton. That's how you get burned. Chris Mvira in the chat says the slow fights broke me. <laughs> yeah, the slow. You did. I remember Chris Mvira had was on for an episode. He's in the chat. Yeah. And he, uh, <laughs> yeah, please check out the uh, the Chris Mvira guested episode. I think his yeah the episode of Bird Notice that he was on too. I think was very slow, heavy, action heavy. Yeah, we actually have a bunch of uh, former guests in the chat right now. I see Bobby Babylon. That's right, Bobby Babylon. Carlo or uh, I'm sorry, as we said, Chris Mvira. 
we'll get uh, we'll get a lot of you folks on who haven't been on. I'm sure. But- Absolutely. We uh, we've talked to some people already about being future guests, and I'm very excited about what we have. Season two of our show will be probably just as exciting as season two of the actual show of Burn Notice. Yeah. Before we get into another video, I guess we can probably talk about that. So let's 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 get into that. Let's talk a little bit about um the season one and some of our guests and some of the fun we had you know i think that'd be a fun thing to get let's into rate the guests bit. while they're here let's just rate them on yeah, a- let's rate all of the guests <laughs> let's rank them and, and, and rate in, them in, in descending order uh starting with uh who smells the worst mm, interesting so I didn't, <laughs> interesting. we didn't have smell vision activated for any of our um records. i mean i did i don't know what you're doing Ooh, so i hope you don't have it act- i hope you don't have it activated after i'm i'm ranked from my 18 hour stream uh, that that was a special. I had it turned up all the way. Oh, okay, point. yeah, that was a, that was a. Can very... we rate them on voice attractiveness? Yes, T Dog, but only if Ooh. I'm at the top of the list because I need your validation. Well, this is guests, not hosts. No, it's not so... true. No, our guests, our guests all have beautiful. voices. They were all we very, very sexy. People that voices. are very pleasant to hear and 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 speak and listen to talk. A lot of great episodes. I mean, like you know, um, Benedict Turdsman was our first guest on the show yes. in episode two or three. I think episode three, I believe, is when we first started yes, having guests. Uh, gave us some great insights on uh, Fiona's Irishness and lack thereof. Yes, his uh, violently Irish. Uh, um, adjective descriptor was used constantly in the show because it was very apt oh look at this we're starting to get some uh we're starting to get in the chat some let ap guest on burn after noticing oh yeah alphabet pizza mama cream is saying that she i won't let her be a guest on a show but is I, that is that true she no, you not let she doesn't pizza she's always like i don't want to be on podcast that's my alphabet pizza impression by the way that's a great impression thank you alphabet yeah pizza. honestly i've been workshopping that for why a would while. we see well that's the thing though why would we need alphabet on the podcast if do such a spot-on impression you're right why yeah why sorry, don't I just do that? If, you know it's sorry if you know if shake wasn't so good I'm maybe sorry. we'd be so yeah. i adr'd you into the show much like the actual show yeah tradecraft tradecraft sorry tradecraft if you'd like that's to be on a, season yeah. two that's absolutely yes well get, we would we would love to have you on alphabet pizza absolutely a lot of people in the chat we'd love to have on if you'd like to be a guest, to reach out to us. That's what um, another great guest and our longest episode was um, uh, Jordan um, at the Monster Girl. Was, um, yes, the Jordan episode was super fun. Yeah, um, they had a, like a ton of great stories about Chuck Norris, like actual yeah. interesting stories, not just jokes. We were like, damn. Yeah, we, we talked about things like Chuck Norris and Nick Cage and all kinds of stuff that uh, is right in my wheelhouse. So yeah, it was we great. had a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun recording that it one. It was wonderful, yeah. Uh, Jordan was an excellent guest. Everybody was awesome. Kristen Fairley, we said. Um, skeleton blood sleeves. We did. A, um, we had like sort of a, a fun little run there too, where it was like skeleton blood, then sleeves, then Bobby Babylon. Who um, yes, it was like a big Bobby horror kind of crossover since uh, Skeleton Blood does the theme for them. Yes, so that was very cool. Um, and then AKA Chris B, uh, as you mentioned, uh, his episode Chris was after that. Yeah, I have to. You know, I can't remember the order of them unless I have. Yeah, I'd have to pull up the podcast feed, but our most episodes, if you, you haven't have to listened the to the most recent um, part one and part two with the Dune Boys, please do. It was excellent to have them on both yeah, both weeks for the finale. Yeah, jumping ahead to our, those were our finale episodes featuring the Dune Boys. They were both on both eps. One, sur- one survived a, a near fatal gunshot wound. Um, Dickie survived, luckily. It was Sleeves and then Bobby and then, wait. Yeah, see, I got it. I got it. And then, yeah, remember, and we did the one episode without a guest. 
That's right. That was right around the holidays. It was like a pretty yep, slow we did our guestless episode, the Lucy Lawless episode, which was a personal favorite to record just because of Lucy Lawless. It's a great episode Mostly, to watch too. Yeah. That it was, was one of my, I, that might be my favorite episode of the season. Like I know I like, I like, you know, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll lift the kayfabe a little bit. Most of my ratings are totally arbitrary and like in service to bits that I just do. Of on the course. Pod. Yeah. Um, I mean, as you guys pretty much know, but like, I know cap, I think if we were to say like, what's my genuine favorite episode of the, of the first season, it, it was the Lucy Lawless one. I think that was a really good one. Um, I'm trying to think of what my absolute favorite one. I mean, I loved the the episode that we did with Skeleton Blood, which was the um, that was the one with um, Sam X was like in a fedora, or, or Sam X had a kimono. They were that was the episode that um, oh, Michael and Sam Fiona, kimono, you know, Michael and Fiona yeah. finally did the dirty. They how can did I the nasty Sam X kimonos? Yeah, how kid? Yeah, what the hell? That was like, also the one with uh, um. What's our guy? The 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 oh hard bargain episode nine. That was the one that Bobby was on, right? Yeah. Yes, that was with uh, with, with Nick the dipshit client, <laughs> the dumbass surfboard dude who um ruined yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, he was fun. That was a very fun episode. Sleeves yeah. had a bad episode, unfortunately. We didn't make a new fan with his episode. He was like, no, I fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, Sleeves got one of the worst episodes of the season. <laughs> yeah, he really did for. <laughs> Not not doing him any favors when he was on. Yeah, he was still was very funny though. By that episode, <laughs> he was he was still a fun guest. Let's see let's see what's the next video we have pulled up right here. This one is the, the this reel. is the fun one. So this is before we get into the season two um, discussion. This was the gag reel. So this is all the goofs and gaffs that were on season one. I think there's another video I want to add to the queue after this too. Oh okay. Yep, I found it. Marker. Yeah, so there's just people laughing so far. What's up with you and Mike these days? You still You're still What's up with you and Mike these days? You still zooming? Still zooming and booming. You still putting the hammer down? <laughs> What's up with you and Mike these days? You still laying pipe? <laughs> wow! Oh wow! My God. No, run that back! No, no, run all that. Yeah, back. hold on, Sam. This is Sam riffing in the Holy car shit. with Fiona on a stakeout. So, yeah, those listening to the podcast, this is like Sam acts like riffing, um, like trying to get a line down for like asking <laughs> Fiona if her and Mike are still hooking up, and he's like trying different things out. Oh man, let's go! <laughs> yeah, re rewind. Yeah, speaking of relationships, what's up with you and Mike these days? You still zooming and booming? Still zooming and still booming? putting the hammer down. What's up with uh, you and Mike these days? You still laying pipe? <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh? Carlos Danger in the chat says this should be 100% of the show. Yeah, and, what the uh, fuck? If we just like, could you like, let's just put Bruce Campbell in a fucking Judd Apatow movie where he can just do this. That was fantastic. He'll you make Judd Apatow days? movies good. You still laying pipe? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes back to the stakeout. That's a sound drop. Like a charm, that should Mike. be a sound drop for oh, our streams. I'm Miami with that thing. <laughs> now all I need is a pair of your socks. Like what? a charm, Mike. You can follow me all over Miami with that thing. <laughs> but that's just during normal business hours, right? Is it working? Yeah. Like a charm, Mike. You can follow me all over Miami with that thing. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so that was just Sam turning back to the computer and going, whoa. <laughs> Clearly he's realizing he can be tracked and like, oh, shit, people can know where I am, which I mean, knowing what Sam gets up to, he doesn't want anyone. To 
he's just like, you know, you can uh, look up titties on this thing, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you can find uh, bare naked ladies and not just the band. Bru- I'm surprised Bruce Campbell hasn't done a Dean Norris uh, sex gifts tweet. Ha! <laughs> that would be pretty good. Uh, so this looks like we're uh, this is this should be all Sam, and it looks like most of the gag reel is Sam. So this is pretty... one of my favorite Sam acts looks, by the way. Uh, board shorts, open shirt. Oh yeah, he's lounging by the pool. There's some ladies in the foreground with uh, poolside Sam. Very good aesthetic. Showing. This is. You want a drink? No. What is that? Like a warm it's a, mojito. It's a warm mojito. <laughs> What's the difference between a mojito and a cup of wino. It's wino. the liquor that you use. Oh. Yeah, that's the main difference. There she is. That's the main difference. <laughs> it was just him talking about drinks with uh, Mike by the pool. You know what? I, who was it on the episode that said? Um, I think it was. Was it Benedict Herzman that just said uh, Bruce wasn't even like he didn't even re- realize that he was like going to an acting gig. Like he was just walked on set. And oh just, yeah. You know, He's just like that was that right there. That was just like Bruce Campbell hanging out by the pool. Yeah, the, this whole like that that most of season one was just like I'm living in Miami for a month. Do you guys want to come and shoot some stuff? <laughs> right. <laughs> it works, folks. It works. Sit on. So it's just Mike trying to close the hood of a car. What's going on here? Oh, oh, oh. Here Uh-oh. we go Uh-oh. again. Come here, you. <laughs> so that was just that's the Sam and his lady friend uh, Veronica, oh, right? Not there. Not, oh, that's an old war wound. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Okay, so this is him oh, and his so Sam and his lady friend in the in their bedroom, uh, about to have sex. It appears. So this whole gag reel, not surprisingly, is just Bruce Campbell being awesome and horny, apparently. Well, but, I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. It's very true. They usually go hand in hand. Especially when it comes to Bruce Campbell. You want more? Oh, here we go again, baby. <laughs> oh, that's my war wound. <laughs> Make it feel better, baby. Come on now. Wow. Well, the guys, thanks for showing up. I also, one of my favorite that. Sam Axe uh, aesthetics is uh, Florida Dad. Ah. Florida Dad look with the closed toe sandals, the, uh, the wide leg khakis, button down short sleeve. Very good it's stuff. It's good stuff. I, I, I want to only dress like that. Sorry. It's pretty good. Gold nice. chain. <laughs> Flora Dad says Carlos Danger. Yeah. I called. I'm the guy who called. Uh, it was like three different guys. One was like a big guy. One was like a medium guy. One was like a small guy. One was like a like a tall, fat, skinny little guy. <laughs> She's yeah, just saying every guy. other and, uh, contradicting. He's so good at this shit. What's the cameraman doing? The cameraman is like, he just like the, panned down to the water for no reason. I think they probably, I'm just, I'm trying to try to give this some sense. They're probably trying to get establishing shots like for like, so like they can, like he probably, either you can reverse that or you can go from the water up to Bruce there as like a, as like an establishing shot. Yeah, maybe they'll, they'll ADR it because they love that. Yeah. So I think they're, I think they're just trying different camera moves and then like for post. Part of it, or if he just owns the boat, I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't want to tell you guys what to do. This is pro wrestling. <laughs> oh, she hit Donovan in the oh, dick. Oh, wow. Gabriel Anwar just hit Jeffrey Donovan in the dick during their fight. That was good. Oh, the vibrator scene. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. She just, oh! she just licked her face. Whoa. Wait, whoa. whoa. We, we need to go back. Whoa. whoa. What? Hold on. What the shit? There is a what vibrator is vibrator taped to the window. Yes, Rocco, I will play Mario. You are free to play Mario. You don't have to. 
that's off pod off pod off pod damn it um anyway uh yeah vibrator on the window let me back that up oh and he licked her back she couldn't handle it Whoa. That was they uh they they taped a vibrator to the window so that they wouldn't be able to hear them like it was a bug in their apartment. That was very funny. And then I guess they she I can't remember the exact turn of events that were in the show. Did she lick his face or did they kiss right there? I can't remember. I don't. I think they might have had like a close moment and then the door knocked or yeah. did something happen? Maybe I can't remember. But wow. So they were definitely fucking You're on fine, set, Rocco, then, huh? It's fine. I'm giving you shit, Rocco. <laughs> they like that's the what only. What was like, that? I don't even realize what they said. So Fiona was like so like normal with that and thought it was so fun and cool. Like they were banging on set, right? Oh, I mean, she like seemed totally okay with this man just licking her face. It's interesting, yeah. I'd hope they have some sort of comfortability. So either they're other, like really good friends, or they were just full on boning down. That's what, yeah. Valerie sounds like that's a me too, right there. That's what I'm saying. Like I would hope that they had some sort of established repertoire where that wouldn't have been like a, I'm just gonna do this like out of the ordinary because that was like a little Jeffrey Donovan. What are you doing? Alphabet says you don't lick your friends like that, but um, it's I mean, it's true. Friendship. I mean, it just depends on your friendship. Don't friend shame. Yeah, you don't lick your friends' faces. It's like a don't friend shame. Yeah, what the hell? Now maybe it's like an Olympic. You know, the, they always say about those Olympic villages that all the athletes are boning. Like maybe on set. Like I'm sure that happens where they're just like stuck in a, on on camera. Like or they're on set locations. All I the mean, time. Rocco has a point, but I'm just trying to believe the best case scenario because it looks like everybody seemed to genuinely be cool with each other on this show. So. And like even afterwards, like everyone seemed to be close and friends. So I'm hoping that's not the case. Right. I know. Like that's interesting. But uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Jeffrey Donovan. Like, there's, like the video I put in from the next one. We'll, we'll, like the next video is Bruce Campbell like talking, like uh, working with Donovan, like when he was directing an episode, I think, which is very fun. Right. And notice like uh, during uh, Bruce Campbell's little sexy scenes, nothing like that. He's a class A guy. Yep, Bruce Campbell, just a, a class act. Upstaging being... the young Jeffrey Donovan. Yep, just once again. So what I'm... Well, when we do get him out alive, I can torture him with it. Forever. Thanks, Faith. For what? It's my pleasure. Keep going. <laughs> oh, did they yell off, Gam? Like, keep going? No, because did you hear him go... He, she goes, th he goes, thanks, Fee. She goes, for what? He goes, for fucking me last night. That's what I thought. Okay. I was like, okay. So, Jeffrey Donovan seems like maybe he is a little fucking a little iffy on him now. Well, after remember, this. this is like, I think this is the scene, like, after they, like, they fucked in the show, though. I think that's what he's riffing on, right? Right. But at the same time, that's what he goes, that's what he chooses to say, you know? Yeah, it's and it looked like he was trying to intentionally make her break. I, I don't know. Like he's from Boston, and only only good he is people. A Boston guy. Only good don't, people come from Boston. <laughs> never forget his Boston energy. This is very true. So this, it would be it would be really sad to know that that Jeffrey Donovan is more like Nate Weston than he is Michael in real life. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Wrong Weston brother. Sam X is Sam X kind of stole that like he did every other damn thing in the like show. Everything else. Like everything else. Like everything else. else. Sam X and Fiona still rule, and Michael still sus.
still fucking weird. So I thought I had the Bird Notice Season 2 trailer. Well, before you do that, did you see the one I put in there? Here, I'll put it up. I don't even... Yeah, so this please is, do. I don't even see it. Working? This is uh, from an interview. I just thought it was fun since we were talking about the gag reels. This is uh, Bruce talking about working with Donovan, and then he does like some Donovan impressions and stuff. Oh, okay. So, that's good. Okay. Uh, I thought this was... And there's no spoilers from the show or anything, so... Okay, perfect. And look at that. First of all, let's talk about this, the uh, the Bruce Campbell drip, the white jacket and the pink shirt with the jeans. He's looking... With jeans. He, he looks like he owns a club in Miami. <laughs> You can only dress like this if you're Bruce Campbell or as cool as Bruce Campbell. It's which a hard is an look. Extremely short list. Yeah, it's a hard look to pull off. And the I could dress my Jason character like this and not look cool. Right. Like, are you fucking? No, I think those are jeans. Oh, really? Damn, they are look they turquoise like, pants. They look. Yes, I did, Jeffrey. I thought you did a great job. What else are you gonna say to the star of the show? I thought it sucked. Your right away. Asshole. Amazing choice. Yes, Jeffrey. I think you did a great job on that. And he goes, well. And he got back to this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this look, those, are, those are pleated. Those are dress he, pants. This is very fun how he kind of makes fun of like Jeffrey Donovan's like aw shucksy like doesn't like like introvertedness because like he's probably standing across from Bruce who is like one of like the most forceful personalities of just like exuding charisma. This is very <laughs> funny that like Jeffrey's like putting his head down like kicking like oh shucks. On that list? <laughs> I said I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that Michael Weston. Michael Weston. Like, okay, I'm just kidding. You're on the list. You're on the list. And then he started to kind of go up the list somehow. I think he was hurting people in back alleys. I don't know. So he finally directed it, which was... I, I think he, he was a good director. I think he was a very good director. Because there, there was a scene... In the, there's a scene in the courtroom, because this is like Breaker Moran with the explosions. It's more like Bad News Bears with explosions. <laughs> Sam is spending a lot of time in court, and there's a sequence where we're supposed to be arguing with each other. And after one of these takes, Donovan comes onto the set. <laughs> wow, that was exciting, wasn't it? That's the most boring take ever been committed to cinematic history. Cinematic history. <laughs> is this a courtroom or is it not a courtroom? You. When he says this to you, what do you do? No, you don't do that. You do this. And he, and he imitates how he's supposed to act it exactly. <laughs> that actor's like, and he turns to me and he's like, you know what to do, get at it! Jesus Christ! So, <laughs> we all did what he said. Shut the fuck up, Bruce. <laughs> it's, 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 he, he Shut the fuck up, you're making me. fun of me. We've worked for five years together, you know, he, he can say anything. Yeah. And that's the nice thing, you know, we, we've been to Iraq together, we've been in strange situations, so it really wasn't that unusual to be with this guy at, up at 11,000 feet blowing trucks up on top of the Andes Mountains. Well, yeah, I mean, I, actually, it was nice for me, too, because we have a shorthand, Jeffrey and I do, uh, you know, his, his joke is always that, is that Matt working with thing? me, I'll sort of yeah, walk up to him and I'll say, you know, the kind of, and he'll go, oh, yeah, okay, and then go do it. Um, and you guys have your own shorthand. Yeah. You guys have that, that relationship, and I think that that really shows up on film. I mean, I think it really... But now, what was it like dealing with Donovan as a director? I'm gonna do a you, you are... quick pause, because Rocco T in the chat said, we've been, like, he highlighted like, the, we've been to yeah. Iraq together. Yeah, yeah, they're brothers in arms. Yeah, said the, uh, Jeffrey Donovan and Bruce Campbell are troops now, so uh, show them some respect. Yeah. They fought bravely in the Iraq War. That was very necessary, and uh, yep. respect respect your Respect your, your heroes. America won that war. That's right. Anytime Bruce Campbell's involved, America's winning. 
I'm guessing they did some on-location stuff or like a USO thing. It's got to be USO, I think. But I think they probably... There, there might be some on-location per notice in Iraq. It wouldn't... You think USA really shelled out the money to film in Iraq? When we they have... were making a lot of series and a lot of money at the time. It's two thousand seven. You think some? You think some shady strike. deals? Maybe like they were they were some under the table deals to get on location. <laughs> Abu Bakr Al Baghdadi is the most welcome character of all. Mm, interesting. Rank him technically as the star of a show. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just saying, as the You're star all sworn to silence now. <laughs> Bruce Campbell's dancing around the stage around Mount Mix for those listening, fanning him with the paper. I think that's a good idea. So, so as a director, though, you probably didn't have to do. Bruno just did uh, say, get hey, good ratings. Word in other words, yes. Well, I mean, actually, Jeffrey and I have. Uh, Let's talk about Bruno's season one ratings. Uh, you guys are. I didn't look him up, so I'm interested. No. I'm gonna do that. No, it's actually it's, it's fun um, because I've noticed like he he'll get sort of keyed up about saying something to me like, okay, is Matt kind of this is gonna be a problem? I, but the, when, there's a scene in the in the sh- in the the movie where where you ride on a burrow, and Jeffrey had this idea, and I think at its peak it was getting about five million viewers a week. Oh wow, in his eyes when that's good. He's yeah, I'll do it. Or in other words, it was super popular, but you don't know anyone who watched it. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of what it, sort of like yeah, that's similar experience with us. Yep. Planning how it's going to come out, and um, and then so he sits down and he he wants to talk about this burrow, and he's kind of planning how to do it. And I know that something's coming. Like there's something he wants to tell me about. And he's worried that I'm going to say no, and so we're dancing around it. And then I'm getting nervous. And then finally, it, and it always happens with me and Jeffrey, like we'll realize, oh, wait a second, we're friends. Oh, we can just talk about this. And it, it's actually, it's, uh, it was a really nice conversation ultimately, and I liked the idea, and it worked out really well on the show. So that's sort of, that, that's kind of what it ends up being. Like, a lot of times, Jeffrey and I will, will, will do that dance. Will it be sort of like, oh, he's a star of the show. Oh, he's a showrunner. What's, what is this? Well, then, he's canceled. Nice, Jeffrey nice Donovan's a showrunner. Is, almost <laughs> all the time we agree, so it doesn't really come down. Interesting. That's uh, yeah. That's Bruce oh, Matt Nix talking about um, about working with Jeffrey down. Donovan as both an actor and as a director, which I think is interesting. Right. Uh, and just again, Bruce's effortless charisma always comes out like in every every facet. Whether he's just giving a talk, whether he's acting, anything. He's just oh yeah, fucking, he's great on he point rules. with the cost. Even when the, he's not getting wardrobe to dress him, he's still like in a fucking Miami Vice esque outfit. Just because he's that cool all the time. He knows. He he's knows. Bruce, so, mm. uh, what I think we should do before we get, uh, before we wrap it up with the uh, the season two trailer, um, we should maybe uh, give some of our thoughts or what we're looking forward to going into season two, and maybe take some questions from chat if you guys have any before we get out of here. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So chat, if you have any questions about burn notice, about burn after noticing, if you want to share any insights or you, anything, any theories you want to give to us or anything you want to talk to us about, or anything you want us to answer for you right here, right now, pop that in chat. We'll answer some questions and uh, we'll give some of our thoughts on what we're looking forward to. Uh, we will play the season two trailer and then we'll get out of here. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, looking forward to season two. Um, I mean, I think we mentioned it on the wrap up of the part two of the finale that it like they're kind of in the same position in a sense of where they were at the start of the season. 
Like, yes, he's got to find his bird notice, uh, what happened with that. And everybody's still okay. So it's like, I don't know where it could go, really. Like, it seems like it could literally go anywhere because there hasn't been too much set up for what's going to happen at season two, aside from what's happening with Michael Weston. Yeah, they did kind of push a big reset button on the series yeah. almost, which is really interesting. Like they, like yeah, you, to your point, being back to square one um, is what it kind of feels like. Like uh, Jeffrey Donner, like he he's closer, but still not. I mean, he's getting to like these people, but still, like he has no idea what's ahead of him, right? And right. neither do neither do the gang. Um, and you know, the stakes are definitely higher now too, right? So. You, you have that to look forward to. Yeah, for me, I am definitely looking forward to, you know, finding out more about like, you know, uh, uh, Michael and Sam's past and like where, you know, their careers intertwine. I want to know more about Fiona's past and their relationship. And maybe I'm yeah. hoping for IRA flashbacks. That's what I'm <laughs> really, really hoping for. I really want some Fiona and the IRA flashbacks. So my fingers are crossed for that. Um, I'm excited for them, like now knowing what they have in Sam Axe to like feature him more and differently. Yeah, I think we're gonna start seeing that too. Like, I think you know, realizing oh shit, that this character is like our X Factor of the series. I think they'll probably accentuate that even more uh, coming up. So definitely looking forward to seeing that too. Uh, so we got a couple of questions. Carlos Danger asks, "Do you guys prefer the one-off case of the day apps more than the serialized one?" Um, for a show like this, I think I might, I like, I think it makes it more accessible and it made it more, uh, like, okay, this is, you know, case of the week. Fine. This seems like this, this is like USA's wheelhouse. I'm not against like the serialized nature of it, especially because, you know, the over, the, the over arcing plot is, you know, the bird notice thing. So it, it, it was, it did feel like that was kind of pushed by the wayside a little too much. So I think maybe... I think there needs to be a, a nice balance that I hope season two maybe does a little more. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree with that. I say I really enjoy watching like the case of the week kind of apps because I do like procedurals. I like the self-contained nature of them and it gives the guest stars that they, uh, that they get for these like really opportunities to kind of shine in and of themselves, Yeah, which is really fun. Like, yeah. so when you get your Lucy Lawless's and David Zayas's and Ray Wise's and, and, and et cetera, uh, they get a, a really good chance to be featured prominently in the episode and then kind of just get out of there without, you know, affecting too much of the plot at large. So you don't kind of write yourself into a corner, but yes, I would like, I'm excited for a more serialized show because I think that's, you know, that's the heart of it, right? The show's fucking called burn notice. Like that's what it needs to be. about. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Rocco T asks, has doing this made you regret never giving the show a chance when it was airing? Great. That's a question. really good question. Uh, I don't think so. Mainly because, I like like I do like the fact that you can discover a show like this and then you can just watch it like you don't like we're still doing it week by week but we like you know if we wanted to if I was watching this as a casual viewer I'd be able to just put it on and like if I really wanted to watch the next one I get to watch the next one especially because this came out in a time like yeah you probably could have found like a really kick-ass message board and connected with some fans of Bird Notice but you're still able to kind of share thoughts and like do other things with shows like this. So I'm not super upset about that, that I missed it. I, yeah, I don't regret it at all for a couple of reasons. One, yes, I think the interactive nature, like this show started before we would have had like a lot of internet type instant reaction. And I think I talked about this either on a previous stream or maybe the pod, but there's not a lot of like burn notice gifts and like media out there from the early seasons. Yeah. Because people just weren't doing it. Yep. So like, and I think that would have been a lot more fun to interact with. And it has been fun to interact with the show, like, you know, instantly. 
um, in these early seasons. And two, we probably wouldn't be doing this pot. Um, so I don't regret it because we probably wouldn't be doing this podcast because one of the deciding factors was that we hadn't seen the show and it was part of like what I think makes it fun to do this show. So, uh, no, I have no regrets whatsoever because it got us to this point and I love doing this podcast. It's good. It, it, I was, I forget what I was going to say. So never mind. I was going to say something <laughs> in that regard and I can't even remember what it was. Oh, I, that, what I was going to say is like, I love that we can also discover back on like these old internet relics. Like if you look it up, man, there's a lot of uh, burn notice erotica fan fiction, which I think is really funny. That is something that we will dive. I, we're going to dedicate an entire podcast. episode to fanfic. And oh yeah. We'll so, cast each other. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we're going to save that. But, oh yeah. That's a little preview of what's yeah, to we'll, come. We'll, we'll definitely do some, we'll, we'll definitely dive into fanfic. We'll dive into Dexter. We'll dive into all like the, the things that are like even adjacent to burn notice for sure. That's something I'm looking forward to too, is like the burn notice extended universe and things around it. Uh, Megaspell <laughs> yes. uh, says, um, I'm noticing I have a burn on the back of my fingers. I think it's because my dog was mouthing my hand earlier. Do you think he has a dirty mouth or something? Uh, I think it's very important to uh, monitor your dog's dental health. Uh, if you're going to give your dog some extra treats, there's you know some great dental aid treats that are out there. Um, you, you know, brushing uh, a nice brushing regimen is definitely important. And uh, if you notice this problem persisting, or if your dog has any discomfort, uh, consult your veterinarian immediately. It's interesting. How hot is your dog's mouth to cause a burn on the back of your ha- on your hand? That seems a little. That is a hot dog that's mouth. A, that's a hot dog water mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little fun joke from last big night. dog toy for brushing teeth very good we love to keep our pets healthy. that's good my, yeah uh, good my cat when i got her had some minor dental things but i was giving her like dental treats and things and it seems to have helped her out a lot nice yeah, yeah keep those pets clean so yeah this is the this is the bruno season two trailer so this is kind of a glimpse this is probably aired like maybe in between like what are we gonna are we gonna get out of here after this trailer i think so unless do you have any other uh, uh anything else you'd like to kind of uh throw up on there for season one um no i think i I think we pretty much got it um yes they do rocco i do have some it's like a salmon flavored toothpaste so we're just gonna get into cats real quick um yes i have like a salmon flavored toothpaste for my cat just to make yeah it's nice i gotta keep keep my big baby healthy there you go keep those pets mouths looking clean and nice that's good stuff so yeah um i think we'll uh maybe we'll drop some plugs and then uh we'll just play the we'll just play this thing and then uh get on out of here i'll probably raid somebody but yeah this is the season two trailer um so you're already watching Uh, where you can find me on twitch.tv slash shake and bakey um but you can also follow me on twitter at shake and bakey and of course burn after noticing this is the uh, podcast we're recording right now um that'll be uh at burn notice pod on twitter and you can also email um those cats you guys are talking about or those pets you're talking about to burn after noticing at gmail.com if you'd like we like getting the pet pictures and it just makes us feel good it's good stuff or any thoughts or questions like we had you know we get a live read now but you can send questions to that at burn notice pod on twitter or even at that yes. burn after noticing at gmail and uh paul the, uh, where can they find you Specifically for the Twitch chat, I'm going to do something real quick before oh, we get the other plugs. Okay. I'm going to drop a link to my Discord because I have a channel one. Uh, in my Discord dedicated to Burn After Noticing. Yeah, good uh, So we all, I'll post new episodes there. If you have any feedback or thoughts, you want to converse with other listeners or with uh, Shaky and I and have any questions, we check that frequently. Uh, so definitely uh, check out the Discord. Um, if you're listening to the pod, you can find a link to my Discord. Um, if you hit me up on Twitter, uh, you can find me on Twitter at ThickFlareTTV, um, Twitch.tv slash ThickFlare for my Twitch channel. Uh, we do all kinds of fun stuff there. Please join in and join the Burn After Noticing conversation. I love interacting with our, our small but uh, super fun and super awesome community. Um, 
And I think that's about it. Um, we're going next week. Uh, we're going to dive into book one, right? Yeah, I believe, book one. Yeah, we're gonna. I bought the. It's called the Fix. It's a book kind of taking place. It's like a side story that takes place in the during the events of season one. Um, but it's, it's, it's in book form. They wrote like five or six books for burn notice. Yes. So, so between some of the seasons, we're going to, this is going to be kind of a theme for us. We're going to do special features. We're going to do a book. And, uh, if there's other stuff that, you know, it comes out to be relevant at the time, or maybe that's when we'll do our fan fiction is between seasons or something like that. Um, we'll find different places to, uh, to put that. Uh, so stay tuned next week where we're going to review book one, burn notice, the fix. Read if you want to read that along, you can get that on Amazon. It's on Kindle um, too, I think. I think it's pretty cheap on, on Kindle. Kindle. I got a physical yeah, copy. A couple of books on Kindle. I might do the ebook version just so I can knock that out, read it. Oh yeah. The physical book would be just fun to have though. I just want that in my bookcase. I know I'm totally, I'm cleared some space for that for sure. <laughs> yeah, that rules. So do stick with us, uh, for that. And then we'll be back on the other side of that, uh, starting season two, whole new season, new guests, new burn after noticings. Uh, so before we play this trailer and get out of here, uh, last thing I need to say to you all, don't get burned. Do not get burned, folks, especially if your pets are chewing on your hands. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in, for hanging out with us. Um, I, this was a really fun thing to do. I think we maybe will do more live stuff uh, in the future. So uh, do follow us here and everywhere else. Absolutely. Enjoy this season two trailer before we get uh, uh, started with it on our pod. See you later, gang. Oh, I guess I should hit play, huh? <laughs> I need you to find Sam and help him protect my family. You know, I always pat down guys who just show up who used to be dead. Some people live, some people die. You and Sam are a good team. You're just annoyed because Mike called me first and not you. It's not goodbye, it's just in case. Don't test me again, or the next time I need a gift at your mom's house. Jamaica, those guys are probably very easygoing. And they're not going to know anything about Carla. If she worked in Kurdistan, the Pakistanis might have a file. You've been a busy boy, Michael, sneaking around town breaking into people's offices. You went after Carla's organization. Why? How many times does someone have to try to kill you before he's crossed the line? Give us the man who killed our operatives. You and I can have a little chat about your future. I was CIA. My family was stationed with me in Mexico City. An op went bad and I lost my wife and son. You didn't tell her it was Victor, did you? The man has tried to kill you twice. He's the one enemy I know Carla has. I'd like to at least talk to him before I turn him. I want answers! I want my life back. I called you because I need your help. I'm worried about my son. We're friends on my terms, or we're enemies. This is a bad idea. You take Carla's money and she's got her hooks in it. I'm looking for a spy, a woman who worked in Kurdistan about 15 years ago. I don't have her real name, but she's very distinctive, very attractive, very forceful. I want you people out of my life! Out of your life? Tell me, Michael, all your old enemies from your spy days, all the people who had scores to settle with Michael Lester. Where do you think they've been? Did they just forget about you, or has someone been keeping them at bay? You have no idea what hell will rain down if we stop watching out for you! I'll take my chances.